Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Hello. Did you like that version? Was that better? It was a little too mellow, Jamie. It's too mellow? Yeah. Oh, really? That was very nice. It should be uh, brisk in Spanish. (laughs) That's the way I like it. But welcome to Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Welcome, everybody. It is a small group today. It's it's just myself, Maximo, Jamie, That's me. and my buddy Tobin. Are we calling him Tobin? Is that really my, a thing? My actual name is Owen. <laughs> I, I just want to call him that in celebration of <clears throat> Kavanaugh. You can, call, you can call me whatever you like. Can I call you Tobin today? You can. What is you're Tobin? my drinking buddy today. Tobin was Kavanaugh's drinking buddy? Was that? Was that yeah, was? that is his thing. Really? Yeah. He's one of the high school drinking buddies? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the kind of like, that, that life where he just kind of drank from, what, 18 to, to 22, or he was just drunk or all like, the time. Yeah, right? like high school through college. That, that's basically like what, what everybody you know, kind of wants from a high school slash college everyone, experience. Everyone does. There's nothing abnormal about what he did at all except for the alleged rape. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, is stu- I mean, I, I drank, but most of the time I was drinking in high school and college. I was drinking w- with myself or like two other friends. You know? Wow, it you, wasn't you like, drank wasn't like, by yourself? Yeah, quite often. Can you often. talk about the experience of drinking by yourself? Well, I was an art student, so basically we would drink in our studios, and nobody wanted to hang out with the art students, so you know we would just drink by ourselves and do coke by ourselves, and it was just uh, a lot of drugs, but within like this room, you know, like we we had like a room inside the college where we had our studio set up, and everybody would just do drugs and drink there and just party till late at night, but like. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like this big group or pe- you know there were house parties and sluts wandering around all over the place. You know, it was a like stay at home. Yeah, it was, it was just kind of like a it was like a chill kind of drinking environment, you know. Every once in a while, a girl would wander in, but you know, it, w- it just wasn't a, it wasn't a party environment, right? That is so weird. I I never really drank alone. You never drank alone? It I just drank doesn't alone make all the time. Really, it's yeah. fun. It's a fun thing to do. Like doing it's drugs alone fun. is also very fun. Yeah, you know? I just I just skipped out on all of this. <laughs> I don't know. What did you do in college? Um, were you very studious? Did you actually do your work I and shit? I read manifestos and wrote <laughs> them. Were you just extremely off-putting? So. You wrote manifestos? Yeah, I did. Did I you really write a fucking manifesto? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I have it somewhere. <laughs> it's, uh, what, were you, what was the manifesto? <laughs> yeah, well, um, what were you manifesting? I think, uh, I think I was r- it was just like a 300-page Word document about my grievances about <laughs> um, the state university I went to. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> That's so passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that, I guess it is passive aggressive. Did, uh, you, did you post it somewhere? Uh, no, I didn't. There Actually, there wasn't really a... Yeah, there was a, There was probably like I a mean, live they, journal back then. They right? only had but like 4chan, but it's not like you can post all 300 pages I was thinking of like a once. billboard or something. Or like a bulletin board. Oh, yeah. God, nobody's nobody's going to read that in a bill. Like a 300-page thing, like... Two paragraphs is what you need for a, a bullet. Well, this was board, what two thousand and five. Yeah. It was yeah, around t- t- yeah. T- um, but but you know you know with the, with the Unabomber's case, like <laughs> like that's exactly. What I, I mean his, his 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 whole streak of murder murdering is like oh, just a a propaganda arm to release uh, for it's all PR to release his manifesto like printed on 
the Washington Post or some shit. Yeah, you, right. the Unabomber was like he was kind of like a celebrity terrorist, right? Like people people hated him, but they don't hate they didn't hate the Unabomber as much as they hate like you know Bin Laden and shit, right? Well, he, he didn't. Because he was like, people. yeah, and he was very selective about who he killed, right? Like he had he had like very deliberate reasons as to why he wanted to kill these people. Yeah, so they know? would. He's right though. I like think political he, people. He made the bombs so he could make a few, you know, kill a few people, few people, and then they had to print the, his manifesto, yes. otherwise he would do another one. But <laughs> his bombs were fucked up. Like, were they? Yeah, they were like all made out. Of, they were like wooden boxes, uh-huh. and they would shoot splinters in the. Yeah, people. they were oh, MacGyver. That's, such a, they that's, were, a, that's uh, a pretty cool way to kill people in a, with a bomb. If you're gonna, I mean, like it's not cool to kill people with bombs, but. If you're gonna do it, that's a pretty cool way to I do it. I think he you was, know, yeah, like, he was pretty crafty. He, yeah. he, he he's like, like a hipster bomber. Yeah, it's a it's <laughs> his <laughs> his bombs were were new age marvels <laughs> right. in terms of like uh, well, they were kind of retro terrorist yeah. engineering, like reclaimed wood bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's like a pre hipster. Yeah. yeah, and he had like a cool look to him, you know, like yeah, he had the you know, Unabomber the look, right? He coined like, that look essentially. Uh-huh, those, right? That's like a good Halloween costume. Right. Well, well, he had the two looks. He had the the uh, glasses, hood, drawing, and then the um, the post capture, which looked a little more sour, sour milk. Oh, Sa- okay. Sour I milk. see what you're saying. Hmm. Yeah, the, just the thin neck and scruffy hair. That's uh, what you're wh- saying. What was in your manifesto? What like if you could if you could uh, logline your 300 page manifest manifesto? What would your logline be? I just wrote about how unhappy I was. Um, and like, why college made me unhappy? <laughs> Were you an incel at this? I think I was. Uh, <laughs> you were an incel, well, I incel, incel before incel, incel was a incel, thing. Incel, incel, incel. So I've known uh, David. How long have I known you? Uh, since uh, two thousand ten. You're my one of my first friends since I moved to yeah. Los Angeles, and I've never heard you self-describe yourself as an incel before. So really? That's really? that's so interesting. I, I can't like separate the incel part of Maximo from Maximo's soul. I don't know. know? I like, think, just, he's, just, I think like, he's, you've been radicalized it, you know? in the last few years. <laughs> really radicalized? I mean, I think you hit 30 and <laughs> couldn't get late, so you're upset now. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't. I've never heard it from you. I mean, I've heard you espouse plenty of of their rhetoric, but you never actually said, "Oh, I am, I am insult." Do you even understand like insult? Um, I watched the YouTube core. um YouTube video, like a thirty-minute explanation of a lot of about it. Yeah, so I know, and I it was like probably produced by like CNN or some. No, shit. it was by uh, <laughs> it was some some trans woman who does a podcast. It's really good. I forget what her name is. Oh, okay, I actually saw that one. That was a trans woman fair. who, who does a podcast. What, what's her name? Uh, contra points. Contra points. Yeah, point. she's she's great. Her yeah. things are really well researched. Mm-hmm. And she's really intelligent, and it was it made fun of incel, but it was sort of yeah. It was fair. I th- I thought that was fair. So uh, so like what about um, skull shapes? Is that w- wait? What about skull shapes? Like y- that was a one thing. It was like the shape of your skull, your chin. You know, this is why women won't have sex with you. Yeah, I believe that you have a great bone structure. What, wait, what, what the fuck? What, what are you talking about? Skull shapes? Incels yeah. have something to do with skull shapes? No, but it's it's not. Uh, well, what we call that is the race pill. Let's, okay. let's fucking face it. Oh, okay, so that's, y- uh, like, that's more uh, about race than it is the particular David, shape David, of skull that yeah. you have. David, it's, if you weren't such a unique person with weird <laughs> ideas, you are extremely fuckable. Like, you're, <laughs> you have, like, you could be, easily be, like, an extremely attractive hipster 
rail thin dude and you would just do awesome if you just would go with it i don't i don't get the whole insult thing but you know and for you anyway okay uh i, I don't quite believe that. i would i would i would be with you <laughs> <laughs> no i, I mean I would, I, he looks like uh, richard ramirez than uh, the night stalker Probably oh yeah, that turns that turns any lady on. Well, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I, I, li- I like that description way more than uh, than Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Pacquiao probably gets laid a lot too, but Richard Ramirez, um, despite being a murderer and um, having terrible halitosis, he had like a fan club of adoring. I'm, I'm well chicks. aware of that. I, yeah. think, like, I think every serial killer has a giant. fan Yeah, club but him now, and like you know? Ted Bundy had a little bit more. Wh- which one was Ramirez? Wh- what did he do? He would. He was he was actually local. He was a okay. um, LA guy, and he would come into like house invade people coming through like the sliding door, and then just I think rape and murder people. Uh-huh. He's really so he, he didn't he didn't have like a signature thing like like a Jeffrey Dahmer or like a you know the no yeah, his whole guy. thing was being a Satanist. A I bet, oh, Satanist. and speaking of which, Jeffrey okay. Dahmer, you would have been probably Jeffrey Dahmer's type too. Jeez, <laughs> you see, I, yeah. I, 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 so, I'm so okay when it comes to attracting men. Uh, so yeah, just become, just become well, no, it's gay, because you're, uh, you know. you're comfortable. This, um, you're more comfortable like, when maybe you clam up around women. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, it's certainly not anything to do with your race or skull structure. I think it has something to do with your race, but that's you can't help that, you know. Like well, that's, just, that's like a handicap that you have to live with. Like, what, as an Asian male? Yeah, as an Asian male, you just kind of have to live with that handicap. But you can't. I think you can't. That's, that first of all, that's being re- reversed. You know, very slowly. And I mean, I, I'm very half, slowly. You two are both full Asian, mm-hmm. and I'm half. And I think you know. Yeah, people people I love people love halfers. Well, girls really love halfers. Have you found that to be true? I mean, you know. Like they'll, 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 they're okay with a half Asian, but a full Asian is like, oh, that's too much Asian. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but there are a lot of other. There's a lot of Asian women. I mean, I've seen Maximo date a white woman, and how can he be incel if he got had a girlfriend for? Yeah, dating period? a white woman is a is a pretty high privilege for an Asian man. You know, yeah. that's like that's up there. So you've you've uh, you've cracked the uh, the white mountain, the golden egg up uh, up on top of the mountain. The white egg. Sake, you know. Well, uh, I I think what you guys like got wrong about you know just painting these guys as like absolute villains when it's it's a very broad I'm just talking spectrum. about you it's a broad spectrum I'm not I'm just saying the reason you can't get laid is you not them <laughs> for you I I understand that Are I you? understand yeah. that I mean I definitely I, I want to make this clear I don't I do not feel entitled to anything well, Especially pussy. Well, no, of course I, I think, not. I think that's where uh, people get it wrong. Is like mm-hmm. uh, I think people think that incels uh, feel entitled to pussy. No, you know? but uh, yeah. what I I'm entitled to is the that... freedom to bitch about it. Okay, so <laughs> obviously, what, what was the name of the, the incel guy that? Yeah, the guy that, ra- that ran over yeah, a bunch Manassian of people. Yeah, right. Manassian and Elliot Roger. Like so they're yeah, both fuck incel. Them, like. Okay, so. So, so, so just the, just the backstory. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was it? Um, wh- which one ran over people? Alec Manassian Alec ran Manassian, over people. Right. He he ran over a bunch of people, and apparently he uh, like he had a manifesto as well. No, he he sucked. You see that? Uh, this is the irony. Just explain okay. that so people know. Okay, what that is. okay. Yeah. Elliot Roger, he's mm-hmm. the guy that he he, ba- he basically brought incels to the mainstream, kind of right? Because after that, 
people were like, oh, there's this oh. thing, and this guy's a part of it, and that's how people kind of knew about it. L- yeah. Let me explain like the difference between the two. Elliot Roger is uh, the guy that yeah. wrote a manifesto. Okay. He was a complete incompetent when it came to murdering people because he <laughs> mo- murdered mostly fellow incels himself. He murdered other incels? Yes. Wow. And uh, So he was a murderer. He yes. Murdered, is that the guy that ran people over with his car? He ran a few people over with uh. his car, but mostly stabbed uh, his roommates what at night. What the fuck? Where was this? Holy In shit. Santa Barbara. This is, what a fucking nut job. Yeah. And uh, and and what's... Okay. And, and for like the... the the, you know the 13 year old like edgy bastard kind of incels like elliot rogers the saint not because of the murder count but because of his manifesto uh-huh. uh, okay okay whatever like i'm just worrying you're just kind of doing this as for as a larp sort of right it's it's it, yeah you're right it is a larp because like uh maybe it's because like i it it, it is almost like i I often feel like such a loser, like I fit in with them. Well, I don't. You're not a loser, David, <laughs> at all. You're no, I, I, th- I think I think you're you're. I, I, I don't know. I think uh, social hierarchies, whatever they are, like as weird as they get, are, are just fun to take part in. You know. No, that's. Like, I, I I just love. I mean, yeah, basically larping, right? But at the same time, like you, I I I, I, I've, I know you. Like you, you, you've gotten a lot of emotional catharsis from like being a part you know, being part incel, you know? So, like, reading it and then, like, you know, having that uh, opinion justified or having, like, opinions <laughs> of incels, you seeing that and being like, oh, that's that's correct, you know? like Yes. Yeah, you feels, definitely get that. So. Y- you feel a lot of validation when, like, horrible things you know are just real. Yeah, and then somebody, like, uh, elucidates that in, like, a, <laughs> like a cartoon or I something. I think it's you know? just going to make it worse. But it does. It does. It never It definitely gets does better. make it worse. It definitely does make it, it worse. It, like, once you know, it's hard to go back, yeah. though. Uh, you know. You've unlocked this, the secret truth. I, so if you, if you were to just let this all go, then you would feel like you've lost something because you can no longer bitch about it and have your fun. Or would That's you ra- not or would even you rather true. Get I, I would rather like ditch this this life of uh, uh this this cage of uh inceldom. Like right. nobody wants okay. to be an incel. Like like we all want to as they say in in the community ascend. Ascend. What does that mean to ascend? That means you're out of inceldom. <laughs> okay, so so once once you so if you're an incel and then you start getting laid, that means you've ascended and you're no longer an incel. Yes. Wow. Okay. But so you can drop back because you were getting laid for a little while. Then you, you got you drop back into inceldom. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is so fucking interesting. It's like a religion almost, right? Like you ascend and then you descend. You know? I think it's ex- like it's it's absolutely. I mean, I I there are some people on the world who are truly unfuckable, and that sucks. But you are not among them, and I think most people are not. I mean, most people. It's proven. Anyone can do drugs. Anyone can fuck. You know what I mean? Like, these are the things that people take a lot of pride in. But anybody can fuck. You know what I mean? That, that's the one universal. But it's not, it's not about just fucking either. What, what is it about? It's, it's about sustainable love. Like, that's the number. I mean, what? everybody has different uh-huh. goals of ascension, um, <laughs> but but that's my goal of ascension. And this is awesome. This, <laughs> in this day and age, this it seems so increasingly impossible. 
what sustainable love is is that the yes. goal for most incels is sustainable love? Uh, well actually no most incels you know have lower standards than mm. i do like what what are the, some of the what are the more common goals for incels it's to uh to to just like score without yeah. it paying for it okay score without paying for it yeah mm. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah and you yours are a little loftier right you want sustainable love right yeah yeah okay it's it's completely reasonable uh yeah i i i just think even though i'm it's very controversial i i think sometimes you have to look deeper into controversial things and see that there's a lot of sense in it Hmm. yeah i want to go back to your manifesto man i'm just uh, well, I think this I is think just that's more about me. Yeah, than seriously, yeah. <laughs> this is so why, fucking interesting. Why is it always man? about me? <laughs> I mean, you're just always revealing like a new part of your Jesus life, and Christ. I'm just like, wow, that's interesting. Oh, Th- this man. manifest. What, what? What was? What? What were some of the reasons? So you said the manifesto was about reasons you were unhappy in that in that college, and it was 300 pages. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 300 okay. pages. What, was I it? Was so. it? I think was it was written in the first person? Was it written as as like a, a third person omniscient? Like how how did you write it? I I mean, first of all, it's double space, so it's really not. That's still fucking long. That's <laughs> so that's a long time. Fifty pages. David, I feel like I got to know you in your normal years or something, because it was. <laughs> was he normal at some point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, he's I not. Was? I mean, he wasn't normal at all ever. Uh, I don't think I've ever changed. No, no. You, well, that's true, but I feel like. Um, you weren't writing 300-page manifestos. Um, but I, but I ju- did that a long time ago. You did that in college. I, no, I know, but now, now you're, you're getting isolated and becoming an incel. Um, when, I, you know, when we were hanging out a lot, we were coming up drawing together. We, we met in uh, art class, and then we just hung out all the time. We were like best friends for a while. I mean, we're still <laughs> good friends. We don't see each other too often. But you know, it was just you know, you're a very strange person, very unique person. But I never, you know, I never got that kind of vibe from you at all. It was more like... Oh yeah, just a driven guy that wanted to be an artist, and that's kind of where we were were taken. Maybe you had something, something to do that was engaging for you, but yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I think at the time, like, uh, well, first of all, like back then, I, you know, I, I think this is a bad thing about the internet, or or even doing like stand up comedy, like. It, I, you know, I just want to say like um, a, a bit I'm working on is like. Uh, like the more stand-up comedy I do, the less self-respect I have. <laughs> uh, I, I can see that. Yeah, you have you to do. mine that stuff because it's funny, right? Yeah, uh, and also you really have to like you really have to basically get rid of your ego completely if you want to continue to do stand-up comedy. Like you can't have an ego. You can't think you're the shit. You know. Especially if you're like starting out doing open mics and shit. Oh, that's like, like really off-putting. Do, it's like a you know? non-comedian. You want you want them to be worse off than you, so you can laugh at their problems, basically. What, what do you mean? Who the the audience? No, I mean the the comedian should be up there. I mean, unless it depends on the type of comedy they have. But a lot of times, yeah. if somebody's up there just making fun of themselves, you can laugh with them. Right? Yeah, they call that they call that punching down. Like you, you like right. as a comedian, but if you have somebody, to, it's you like know. a comedian who's in really good shape and is really attractive. Right. You don't really want to see that. You know, it's like yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And that's like this unwritten rule of comedy. It's like one of these things. It's like if you're a hot chick, for example, right. Like, the last thing you want to do is, like, wear a short skirt and, like, a revealing top and, like, show your body off, you know? I so, mean, when you see, like, attractive girls doing sets in, like, the comedy store or something, they'll always be wearing, like, baggy, like, sweats and stuff like that. You know, they'll never show off, right? And same thing with guys. Like, if they have, like, big muscles, like Joe Rogan, for example, like, 
he's a giant buff guy, right? And he always wears like baggy shit. Yeah, he's, he's he doesn't want people. He's not that funny either. Oh, really? You don't like his comedy? I mean, he's not I mean, he's, that. He's, he's a good podcaster. He's a good yeah, podcaster. He's, a, he's a better he's a podcaster. I watched than a the preview of his Netflix. Um, like, like it was the preview that before you move your cursor away, uh-huh. and he was just like, "Oh shit! If you're not, if you're not ready for this, you guys better leave." Like uh-huh. it's only five minutes. He's talking about how controversial he is, but and then there was like a joke, and it was dumb. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, different strokes for different well, folks. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's a good podcaster. I, he I, great, I, like, a I do like him better as a personality than as a comedian. Yeah. yeah but well I, think, I, I think that's true for most comedians, I feel like. You know. Well, I don't know. I mean, oh. some comedians are really funny, but, mm. you know. Yeah. Some of them, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Joe Rogan's not quite his his set. You know, it's like, this is the stuff I'm deliberately going to talk about. Is, is right. Funny. But at the same time, like, you, uh, well, the point being, like, you can't, you, sh- you can't, like, you know, like show off your physical attributes as, as a comedian, you know, because they just, I don't know why it just Carrot makes top. people feel unless if you are like, yeah, you unless know, you're weird looking. Right. Look, yeah. Yeah. If you're like but super, then it's great. Well, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's yeah. like a clown or something, you know, mm-hmm. a jester. It's like, you know, yeah, it, there's, there's roles. The people that kind of, the comedi- comedians are the people who don't really fit in. And then mm-hmm. they, they kind of point out weird little things about life. But yeah. You don't have to be like, you know, you can be a confident comedian. You can be like a, I mean George Carlin or something. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like coming up as a as an open micer, it's just so much like let down. You know, like you're just constantly let down over and <laughs> over, you over again. You know, like it's it's hard to keep your ego, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't if you have like an ego and you think you're the shit, that's gonna be fucking torn down before you, you know to. before you make it as a comedian. Uh, right. Like on on the same topic, I actually opened mic last night and I, I actually saw Wh- that where at? where's your open mic the fourth wall fourth um, wall okay. so there there was like um there was I, like I this extremely a... good looking uh comedian guy uh-huh. and i and i saw that i saw that as he was doing his set he was about to say something like braggy and then he toned it down because he <laughs> knew that like like i'm not gonna win anybody by like you know, saying, uh, you know, I have a girlfriend and I fuck her and all this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bit like, I have a girlfriend and I fuck her. <laughs> well, and that, that goes to the root of problems in society when you think, oh, it's an attractive person who gets to fuck. They're happy, so I don't want to, like, laugh at their lives because they're, they're not bad. But, you know, they're probably horribly depressed, just like the rest of us. Well, you know, at least at least they have it easy. <laughs> I, maybe, I mean, maybe in some ways it's all it's all relative, I guess. Hmm. I want to awesome. hear. You know, I I, I I'm drinking all this beer tonight because I want to talk about Kavanaugh. You know, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about like like the the entire issue of it of uh, of where it or where will where will it all lead or like you know I I, I don't really care. You don't like, care about Roe. I don't. I don't. I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't have an opinion on this at all. All I want to talk about is like the character of the dude, right? Because like, all I got out of him was that like I want to drink a motherfucking beer <laughs> because he cannot stop talking well, about beer. The problem, right? yeah. Well, the problem isn't that he drank a shit ton of. Everybody drank to confusion when they were a kid. He yeah, just can't stop talking about beer. Well, I, it's just that he got really upset. It's like you want to be a Supreme Court judge, but you, <laughs> yeah, can't, exactly. you can't hold your emotion in. And when someone's questioning you, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I drank a lot. I got blackout drunk, but I knew I wasn't blackout drunk. Then he just It's really easy to keep your composure in these sort of situations, but he just immediately started crying and getting angry. It was 
kind of a shit show. You know, if, if anybody should be able to keep that kind of composure, it is Supreme a Court Supreme judge. Court judge. Right. And you'd think, like, a public figure like that uh, would not break down so easily. It was immediate. Yeah, it was immediate. And sustained. He didn't even kind of gather That himself. was a complete sh- shoot shot in the foot. Yeah, like, it was like you go in for, you're going in for a job interview and you just mm-hmm. completely fuck it up because you're a lunatic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I mean, what would happen, like, if you got, like, accused, like... Like how I wonder well, how would that mentally break you down? Like, it it is pretty. I mean, if I it, if it if it isn't real, like if, if somebody got accused and they didn't actually do anything, that would pretty much fuck you up pretty badly, you know. Like, how could it not, right? Well, Be, because everybody that you know is hearing about this. Everybody is like speculating, and now when they see you, they're they're not just seeing you. They're just imagining all this shit that you, apparently you did that you know you didn't do, and it, it's just weird, right? Like, there's. It seems like on both sides, there's just no due process anymore, right? Like, nobody's just looking into anything. They're just, like, the, the left wants to say he's fucking guilty. Well, and then the right wants to say, no, this is completely, you know. Uh, and it's just like. Yeah, but it's like, how you react to this thing. If it, was, yes. if it was me and I was in his position and I didn't do it, I would say, look, I didn't do this. I don't want to, like, put down somebody who was claiming to have been sexually assaulted. Go investigate it. Exactly. Go, go investigate. Go investigate. It, right? I yeah. maintain my innocence, but then he immediately starts crying. Oh man, he he just jumped into the conspiracy <laughs> theory. Well, yeah, he did. Right, yes. it was a whole fucking conspiracy thing. He, he says he doesn't want a FBI investigation. I mean, I was watching this movie uh-huh. um, about somebody who was like a Soviet area Soviet Soviet era um, interrogator. He was what, in, what movie? It was called uh, Secret Lives of Others. Okay, and. Um, I think he said something along the lines I of... I think I saw the sequel, uh, The Secret Life of Pets. Right. I think I saw that sequel. <laughs> With Louis C.K. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was something about how if you're, if you're innocent of a crime, you will get really angry, mm-hmm. and you'll you know, yell about your innocence. And if you, after they you know, break you down for mm-hmm. hour, after hours and hours of interrogation, the, the innocent person will stay angry. The person who is guilty will start crying immediately because they know that they're caught. Okay. And I don't know. He what he did get angry. But yeah. it was more of a he it was he was just kind of I mean that guy from the beginning. That guy I mean he he seems like the kind of person who's been fed like a silver spoon his entire life and has never been flanked like this. Oh, flanked yeah. like this. Yeah, and I mean then, come on. The guy went to fucking Yale and then he was, you know, he, he became a lawyer quickly after that. He was making shitloads of money and now he's up for the Supreme Court, you know, like mm-hmm. that's and he's he's a white guy, you know, like from privilege. <laughs> I mean, Jesus yeah, Christ, he, right? He it never, doesn't get doesn't get more privilege than that. But he never anyway. had sex for a very 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 long time <laughs> until after <laughs> Nobody yeah. like cuz he's a good Christian man. Yeah, I mean, which I Fine to be a lie with all this yeah. uh, oh. devil's triangle talk. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> what, 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 is it? what is a devil's triangle? What is that? It's, yeah, is isn't that basically an Eiffel Tower, right? Is that you hold hands over? Yeah, like yeah. You, uh, you do oh, is a that high, high, high five while, while, yeah. while spit roasting, basically? Yeah. <laughs> well, is, that, is that something that he did? Is that I, no? Like that's yes. in his, his high school <laughs> yeah. yearbook. Yeah. Like like oh, oh yeah. hey, let's let's right, have right, a devil's right. triangle or some shit. Like, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I, I think some show brought it up, and it was like quoting all these lines from his fucking high school yearbook and everything was about beer and fucking essentially right that guy yeah. he had oh, man. a fun 
fucking yeah. college high school he got, experience. He got late. He got drunk. He got late. And he basically just, talked about that the entire hearing. And this is the dumb thing. <laughs> just admit it. You know? Well, that's the problem. Because he, he sat up there, and that's why you don't want him to be a Supreme Court justice, because he lied about all this shit. He won't even admit that he got blackout drunk. I've been blackout drunk tens of times. You know what I mean? Like Really? Tens of times you've been blackout drunk? Yes. Wow, that's a lot. I I, I don't think I've ever he, been blackout. This guy drunk. got like knocked out by a bouncer from being like <laughs> drunk. That, right? Well, I did blackout down the street, but oh, you see, I you know like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm a pretty reasonable person now, uh, but I've I won't. I could say to anybody that I had drank to excess, been belligerent in my past, and I learned from these mistakes, and I became an, a fucking adult. How did you How did you get uh, uh, knocked out by a bouncer? What happened there? Um, I was at the Echoplex. Uh-huh. Over in Echo Echo Park, and uh, I think it was I was drinking a lot, and then um, I remember I, I walked out of the the, the a door to talk to my ex girlfriend on the telephone. She was in New York or something like that, and some bounce. And I tried to go back in, and the bouncer wouldn't let me. Uh-huh. And I it's really spotty, but I mean I was being the asshole. He was just doing his job, and I remember um, two guys from behind grabbing me, and then I tried to kick this dude in the. I tried to kick at this dude. I think I kind of like brushed him in the stomach. So you guys kicked, you grabbed you from the from behind. Me from behind to get me because I was being belligerent, and uh-huh. then they, then I kicked at this bouncer, and I didn't really hit him or anything. Kind of like hit his little his tummy, and then um, he was a really big guy, and then he he just fucking hit me in the head, <laughs> and then the Whoa. next the next thing I remember, I was down the street, and like the two guys that were holding me were like, "You should just go," and I was like, "Okay," and then I had this, um, I had like a. Fist print. You could see the yeah, individual. Yeah, I remember that. You yeah. had you had a fist print. Yeah, it's it's a. Big, you mean like a like bru- bruises and the I, shape yeah, of like knuckles? I had a like black eye and then like a, uh. a fist print. Each individual finger you could see on my my head. Wow. So I think he hit me pretty hard. But Jesus. it was. There's a lot of bouncers that are fat. Yeah, Have well, you, I mean, yeah, you just weight advantage. You yeah. need weight advantage, exactly. Like that guy was so big that you know. They're they're just uh, intimidating, right? And yeah, also, you, you need an intimidating to, presence. You need to block the door. You, there, oh, are, there are right, right. So yeah. yeah, a fat person will have the advantage. There, there are there are very few scrawny cops out there. They're all Kevin Costner. Remember Kevin Costner yeah. and the Bodyguard? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie. And uh, yeah. I just watched a really depressing documentary about Whitney Houston last night. So. Oh yeah, what what about it? It was just depressing. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. But could, let's talk about that. You you brought that up earlier. What Whitney, Whitney Houston? You want to talk about something about depression, right? Oh, oh well. I mean, are you depressed, Owen? Uh, I just got out of a f- long relationship, so I'm dealing. How long? Five years. Five years. Wow, that's fucking long. Mm-hmm. That's that's very long. And it, you know, it was one of those relationships that kind of just was really good for a really long time, and then it kind of just ground to a stop. You know what I mean? No, tell us about it. Well, how mm-hmm. did it ground to a stop? Well, it's just you know, lack of communication, and we didn't really, uh, we weren't really living in the same lives. We would see each other. We both. You know, work in animation, work long hours, and then it would—it just kind of, uh, it just kind of stopped working. Hmm. Where where does it stop working? Because people always say that, right? People are always like, well, "Oh, it just stopped working." No, but, but it's like, a, how does that no, happen? It's a fucking you gradual know? thing, you know. Like, you know, you stop talking so much. You really, you know, like, you go out, you realize you're living separate lives, hmm. and um, people get stuck in their their ways. Like, I really wanted to go out more. She wanted to stay home. And after so a while, you're, you're a natural extrovert and she's a natural introvert, kind of? I don't know. I mean, I definitely think that I'm an extrovert mm. as far as, like, you know, gaining strength from people. Right. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, that's just kind of how it went down. So 
fast forward uh, five or six months, like I, I ended it in kind of this numb phase. I didn't really feel anything, you know. And then mm. now that it's over, I'm just depressed. <laughs> I'm mm. just like I, I, uh, I'll be at home. I'm in a new apartment, so I'm just kind of see this new surrounding, and it's a very. So nice you were living with her at the time. Oh yeah, we were living mm. together. We were engaged. Man, so that's tough to extract yourself from that oh, from it. that momentum. Oh you know? yeah, like it was it even was, when, even when you know, right? Because there's, there's sometimes when you just know that like you got to get out of this shit, but at the same time, there's so much momentum like going, and there's so many right. like activities that you have planned and all the shit that you have to do, you know? Right, and it was yeah, it was hell to get out of it. So I kind of had to. I just sort of switched off and just stepped out, and I think it was the right choice because we weren't really in a good spot, and we weren't really being good for each other. And now, you know. I wonder if that happens with everybody eventually, you know, because how long can you make that shit last? Like what? Five, 10 years, 20 years. Like at one point it's got to go stale. It's got to, it's going to go stale, but I think it's a matter of talking it out and and saying like, Hey, I'm not happy. Like, can we try to fix this at least instead of just saying everything's fine, Uh you know, and just watching it. Hmm. Like my whole goal, basically the whole time we were dating was just to make her happy. And I realized that I wasn't happy. And I wasn't doing what I needed to do, so I should have brought that up. Yeah, but hmm. now, you know, it's now it's like you've made the decision, probably the right decision, but you still miss this person. Or and also, it's like you have five years, you got a place together, you have plans, and all of a sudden you're just left with nothing. Yeah, and, you know, I'm 33, right. and oh. it's just kind of like shit. Like I'm in a new apartment, I have to kind of start over. So I'm trying to like, and this is something that I've always f- had problems with, just general self-esteem or um, ability to be alone, like that's something that I need to. Right, you got to join the incel community. No, no, don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, David, tell me about it. Um, but no, it's. Let it's, me give you a pamphlet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> can I read your manifesto? No, I, I don't want people to join. I want <laughs> people to ascend. Like, uh, David, I, I want to. I want you to ascend. <laughs> you don't belong anyway. <laughs> the shape of my head. <laughs> oh, d- uh, d- uh, tell me about that. So you've been traveling like a lot. Like, did we mention what he does? Did we mention that? Um, he works in anima- You work in animation, right? I work in animation. And as a, as what? Storyboard artist, director. Storyboard artist, David. director. Cool. Da- sorry, Max, mm. not David. Max. God damn it. David. <laughs> his name is David. Fuck you. You, mu- I know him as David. <laughs> um. Yeah, we, we basically do the same thing. Um, yeah, we've been working. We we came up together in the industry and known each other for a long time. So hmm. consequences. Consequences. I'm on your podcast now. Yeah. I guess. Oh well. And you're saying you what? You you, you were saying you traveled? Oh yeah. Well, I've been. That was one. You know, it's kind of like uh, you get single and are you trying to take a little bit of stock in your life and you know trying to read more, trying to travel, trying to just kind of get my own shit together. Do you find it like I don't know about you, but like when when I've traveled, I actually found it a little depressing in a way too. Like like just it's extreme highs and lows. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you get back. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's a distraction. It's escapism. Yeah, because like um. It, so you tr- you started traveling after you got si- newly single. Well, no, I mean I've been trying to travel more just for my own benefit mm. recently. I, I don't like flying, and it's something I'm just working to get past. I usually just drink beer, <laughs> drink a lot of beer before I go on a plane. <laughs> um, Scared of flying? Um, 
I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of like an, like an anxiety. Hmm. But usually I just um, – I went to the doctor. I got these pills. So I, like, combine these pills with, with alcohol, and then I just sort of <laughs> get really happy. <laughs> And then I and then I pass out. It's just a little harder. I'm like I'm going to Korea next week. Oh wow! Twelve that's hour so flight, cool. which is you know that's a long time. That's a but huge I just flight. Yeah, I just got back from Iceland. Like I was telling you, and that's a you know ten or eleven hour flight on the way back, and you just get stir crazy. You know, we we had an earlier podcast. At least there wasn't like a a huge like perv that strips naked and masturbated to porn and peed him on himself on he was on a, he was on india air it's got to be on india air right it was actually in a malaysian flight oh shit oh i've heard bad things about malaysia air. <laughs> yeah like you have um one of the shortest people i know uh he said he had no leg room and he was like you know had to try to oh my god face. like that adds even more to that story holy shit but yeah that's like, <laughs> no no like these are the these are like the best conditions you know okay. it's like um you know, relatively smooth flights with um, uh, no masturbating naked man, plenty of leg room. So, um, oh my god! You know, it's I yeah. See, I disagree. I don't think uh, traveling is necessarily escapism. You know, like I feel like you bring some of that back with you. You know, because because you see how you see the, just like how different people are and, and and what they can be. Like when you, when you when you go to like south america or certain parts of asia and people are just nice and they're happy and they're just walking around like you know some of them are super poor and they're just having fun you know yeah, yeah and I, everybody's I fucking stressed out about this little piece little <laughs> shit that you can't fucking get right and when, when you have a right. you know like a, a job that pays you know how much fucking Everything money you so get a house good. and you, right. you have a fucking car and a grocery store that you can buy whatever you want from it's it's kind of ridiculous. Well, you know? you're absolutely right. I mean, that was yeah. just that's part of it. But mm. like you know, a lot of people that we get plus whores. Yeah, whores. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Asian whores. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. You see, that's why like I can't go to Thailand. Can, wait, the, like, wait. Can, um, if you get, why, why, if you start paying for sex, will you no longer be an incel? I, I the thing is. That doesn't count. They they call that escort selling, like because uh, I mean it it, it it it's it's a tricky situation because it, all of this stuff is is subjective, um, but uh, it it just depends on the person, basically. Hmm. But I personally don't consider that ascension yeah, because you're paying for it. <laughs> Ascension. It's a stupid, like, terminology you're using. It's, not, it's a perfect terminology, No, it's, right? so, it's, 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 perfect so, termo- it's so... It's just terminology. It's fun. So because pretentious. Okay, you're right. It is... If you're doing this for fun, fine. But if you're if you're attacking people on the internet, attacking women, and being sexist and stupid, then it's not fun anymore. No, I, I keep it... I keep... Uh, keep it to yourself. I keep it to the, the community. Yeah, I, I don't think... And that's what of... I fucking hate about all mm. this shit, is, like, like, all these people are... Are jumping in on like our our little community. That's, that's because the community for... jumped out. You know, the community went out of its its confines. Well, they shouldn't do that. Well, okay, there we <laughs> go. We should stay in our community. But it's I th- not I, meant for prime. I mean, guys I, don't, I don't know like... much about incels, but I, I don't think that the majority of incels. You tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, are are actually looking to like uh, like you know trash women in a sense? No, right? we're not. Yeah, I, I think I think that's like the the vocal not. minority. Yeah, but they're right? at fault. Isn't that part of your doctrine that they're it's it's their fault because of their standards versus you? Isn't isn't that true? 
okay, what what is the problem? What we find to be the biggest problem is uh, social media, basically. Well, get off of it. What do you mean? Why is social media the biggest problem? It's not... It it can't be fixed by like individual, uh, you know, p- people. Like oh. like if 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 incels were to just remove themselves from social media, that doesn't mean like everybody else in the world is on it too. But why is social media the biggest problem for incels? Because it creates something called like hypergamy, where like you have hypergamy. Okay. You know, women just jumping, uh, like. They, they, there's no commitment anymore. Like, let's uh-huh. just jump on Tinder and, or like, just, just. So you're talking about on, online Facebook, dating. Become a Facebook addict. Like, I don't need real people anymore. I, I have Instagram. I, I have all this cyber shit. That's interesting. Replace, so that, that's like, a big component of incel. Yeah. It doesn't is, make any sense. It makes perfect sense. No. Like, so people this is don't why... want to have face-to-face relationships anymore. You think so? I think people are fucking more now than ever. Yeah, I think uh, people have tons of. Yeah, because well, I don't know access. about it. I don't. They have, know they have about access. It. You, you know, yeah. they have access. The, to the, they have the ability to fuck. You know, yeah, like you, you, don't, you don't you can need find more people. You don't have to meet them organically anymore. You yeah, can just exactly. Go on and... You don't, you don't need to have the guts. Like like you know when I was in New York and like, like hitting on chicks and fucking like the two two thousand shit. You know, like you have to actually approach a woman. You know, like you have to have the balls to approach her and talk to her. And hold a conversation, and that's tough, you know. But like, if you're just clicking on people on Tinder, that's way easier. So I would, no, I would it feel... isn't. It's not like what? I mean, at least for me, uh-huh. it, it's like almost impossible. But you went on way more dates on using online dating than you ever did without it. Uh, I you were doing pretty well for a while before you just gave up. <laughs> no, I didn't. I yeah, you did. Never did. Yeah, so you did. Never tell, did. I thought you were doing quite well. No, I tell us some history. Well. And what, what, what is this doing well? well? I don't know. What are you, what I would you never describe? did well. No, oh, well, you were dating a very nice girl for a while before you fucked it up because you went up to go work on Star Wars. Oh, wait, what is this story? You, you, you lost a girlfriend over Star Wars. <laughs> that sounds very, <laughs> really. That sounds very. That sounds very insult. <laughs> no, no, he went to go work up in uh, Lucasfilm up in uh, Bay Area. God damn it! Just, just throw out my life story. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying. Relatively, <laughs> oh well. Uh, That's fine. That's Nobody's fine. gonna yeah. listen to this shit. Yeah, I, I was just talking anyway. about my de- yeah post breakup depression. Right. What do you, what do you right. Mean? So you moved away, which is why the girl broke up with you because you weren't yeah, uh, long distance. Yeah, physically. Long distance. Okay. Yeah, was, no, uh, nobody wants. But you had a, yeah. yeah, she was great. Hmm. I don't like her now. <laughs> now that. Uh, you know, I don't know anything. I just deleted my Facebook today, actually. Well, uh, congratulations. Yeah. How long congratulations. I was listening to this long. It was a New York. Somebody, a uh, writer for the New Yorker was on NPR just talking about. He had written some long piece about, um, what's his face? What's the guy? Who? Facebook guy. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, right. And um, how it's basically just his ego manifest into a, like this huge website. And I was like, this is really awful. And plus everything that happened with the election, it was just, it was enough. And I don't use it. I just kind of go on it as a, like, a, kind of a news feed. Yeah. And, and then I'll, I'll sort of, sorry, I'm getting away from the mic. I, um, I'll use it, I, I would just go online and kind of, you know, get angry at the things that I saw. Mm-hmm. And, like, with my friends, I'm like, fuck this guy for posting this or that. <laughs> and I wasn't contributing to it. So why, did, why was I on it? It was just sort of a bad thing. 
Plus, it is sort of it is a force of evil. I don't know why everybody is on it at this point. Or so, you social know, media, I, any it, of any kind. Like what Twitter? Why? I mean, I understand. I'm not. I don't. I haven't done any of these. So I don't you do could be connected. Yeah, but it's just connect part of the loop. It's just it's FOMO. Just, as as artists, it's especially bad because people just post. They post their art. Yeah, and they, they work they on a show, likes. and they then they like likes. just look at their phone to see if everybody liked it or not. And I, um, it seems dep- it's so depressing, and it because like you don't, I don't want to do that myself, but like, it, it, but everybody does that, and it, it's like you have to in order to relate to them, like right. You, and everybody has to post, you know, like oh, I have like. I felt the need to have to post art, but I'm just a storyboard artist. I just do chicken scratch and I don't finish any drawing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I try to finish a drawing and I'm, why? Because I want somebody else to see it. There's there's no purpose to it. You should you need to be doing things for your own gratification, not because some external force uh, is is telling you to do so. I mean, that's the only way to. I think that's the only way really to be happy is if you can kind of just block out all. I think it's it's just the horses. manifestation of whatever you feel, you know. Like it could be that, but like Instagram for me is just like, uh, like I I I don't really have any friends on Instagram. I just have like uh, I just follow certain artists and I follow certain photographers. So I just look at their work essentially. I'm like, that's, oh, that's that's cool. very this good because because cool, you know? uh, most people just use that to like uh, show their don't. ass. Go Vegeta whoring, you know what I'm saying? What is like, Vegeta whoring? What is that? Like, like you know, just show slut pictures and act like Vegeta. In, in From that, Dragon Ball. Yeah, and that, like, like over 9,000, like, followed her. Like, <laughs> well, Jamie, I th- yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, I do appreciate people. There are people who post because they, they just want to. And I don't have any, yeah. I have no problem with a lot of artists who just post because that's what they do. They're they're actual artists. I, I consider myself more of like a journeyman. And if I'm going to, I'll be going against my nature to try to post like illustrations yeah. to get likes. It just isn't. Yeah, that's kind of tough for a storyboard artist to like, you know, do Instagram, right? Because you have to finish it and you're not really, that's not your game. It's not necessarily what you want to do even, right? Yeah, no. well, yeah, you just, you're just you're just trying to get as, as clear, as minimally clear as, as possible. Readable. It's just, as re- yeah, readable. Yeah, as readable. And then you can show another storyboard artist like, and they'll say, oh, that's amazing. But you show... This, Anybody else? Yeah, yeah you know, you, like I'm sure David, you've had this problem. Like you try to show a drawing to your parents or your friends that aren't artists, oh, and yeah. that's not finished. It's the most beautiful rough sketch you could ever do, and then they'll mm-hmm. look at it like it's crazy. And then the second they see something that's painted or that's, that doesn't really happen to me because I never show my art. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's always telling me to stop the stop uh, cross hatching and shit. He's like, <laughs> you like, you need to see his art because it's I'm it's really curious. psycho. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, does he? You draw like a psycho. That used to be a thing we do. We would. Um, oh yeah, we were. In <laughs> it's 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 a natural way of drawing. It's where you just shade everything too much, and then you might uh, you probably would smudge it with your finger. Oh, you I know fucking I mean? hate that. Number two I pencil. Hate that shit. Well, this is the kind of thing you do in like ninth or you know eighth grade and um you know you know what really bothered me the most was uh, uh pointillism right you know because there was this yeah class. i know what you're ta- talking about there was this about. class in it's fucking stupid. in high school I, I don't know what class i think it was like a beginning drawing class and like uh people would just do pointillism. they would like take a photo like grid it out and then uh pointillism for people that don't know is when you just put dots you know and you it just cover be, everything it, in dots yeah. And, and you create a form through dots. And it's just very simple to do, especially if you grid out your drawing, right? You know, I don't want to, I don't even want to talk about art anymore. Let's talk <laughs> about the Korean businesses. Like, Korea, what are we talking about, Korean well, businesses? You, you were talking about Korean businesses. Like, there's a whole world. Jamie, you Korean? Of I'm Korean, Korean businesses. Yeah. 
Yeah, there are. I mean, uh, the Korean businesses <laughs> are just. That's a very broad. Story. I know it's, it's a very broad stroke. <laughs> no, 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 talking about like this whole underworld of small uh, Korean businesses and. Yeah, I mean, I, and, uh, I, I've been a part of that my whole life because you know I'm Korean and uh, are you I, from? I, own, I own a business. You know, You're not from. Are you from LA? What's that? Are you from LA? Yeah, I grew up in. Uh, I grew up in the suburbs of LA. Yeah. Okay. Did you like? You weren't like a K Town kid, though. No, 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 no. Okay, because that's. Sort of I live like... with I live with white people, so that's where I, I get see. my low self esteem from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, they not put having you down anybody. As the Asian. But essentially, yeah, my whole no, life. No, they they you know, fucking do that. They do. Yeah. Um, Racism is real, folks. Yeah. And people think it's not real because Asians don't get the brunt of it, you know. Uh, and I keep saying this, like. The, the racism that Asians get is very different than, than the ones that, like, Mexicans and, and, and black it's people not, get. It's not know? particularly overt, but it's... It's it is, it's definitely overt. It is definitely overt. Oh, I, but I it's, mean, it's not demeaning because you can't look at an Asian person and be like, oh, this person has no class and this person has no brains. That's what they do with Mexicans and they, that's what they do with black people, you know? Well, it's you definitely you demeaning, though. That. I mean, it, to I me, mean, it's... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, w- with Asian people, right, instead of uh, lowering them in terms of, like, their, their intelligence and, and their social stature, what they do is that uh, with Asian men, right, uh, because they're allowed to be in the same neighborhood as white people, they, they take away their sexuality, you know, so they see them almost as eunuchs, right? And they also see them as, as very, like... Um, like strange and mysterious, the mysterious Asian person that's been like a like a stereotype the for mystic. a while, you know, and, and that's just like that is so very fucking prevalent if you just kind of pay attention to it, you know. But a lot of my white friends are like, oh, Asians aren't stereotyped against, you know. Yeah. And it's like, mm, you, gotta, you gotta look, you gotta look, to, you know, um, a little deeper. Tying to what you're saying about the lack of sexuality, I think it's it's all it's kind of a physical. They just look at somebody who's Asian as like a diminished physical presence you know like yeah that's that's their stereotype right you know like blacks are huge and monstrous and asians are tiny and like you know like non-sexual have no dicks essentially you know? right yeah um, but, but yeah that has nothing to do with uh, korean businesses is that where we're going <laughs> it might have something to do with it. god um, that was a tangent i, I want to hear like about like the you, you you were talking about like how they make deals and like buy businesses and like their style. Well, of it's the same business as business dealing. It's the same as any like, um, because if you're gonna have a business, if you're gonna own a business in America, there's a lot of red tape that you have to go through. You know, you mm-hmm. gotta get permits and shit. You gotta pay people and you know have a like a software accounting software. Koreans don't do any of that shit. <laughs> you know, like they just fucking like it, it's basically day to day with them, right? It's like everything that wow, like every is situation that comes up, they just deal with it, right? And like, it, when it comes to sale selling their business, everything is based on their gut, you know. Like, there's like, there's hardly an exchange of numbers, you know. There's wow, like really? No, like, you know, profit, re- you know, recording and shit like that, you know, like, uh, like return on investment, all this stuff. It's just like whatever. Oh, I'll pay you a hundred thousand for this one. Wow, okay? see, you that's know? the exact opposite <laughs> of an Asian stereotype. I like that. Well, it, it's it's any kind of immigrant culture, you know. Like mm. we, we, uh, immigrants don't generally do things by the book, right? The, the yeah. oddest Korean business I can think of is the um, Korean cabs in K Town. Korean Which, cabs in K Town. This is the, I'm not aware of this. I, okay, I, well, I there's yeah, I, you know, there's Korean. a lot of uh, um, Korean artists in animation, so you get to know. Them. We go out, go out drinking, mm. go out drinking with a lot of Korean artists, and. Um, well, you're gonna you're not gonna list names like Kavanaugh, like uh, no, well. <laughs> doesn't make any difference anyway uh but the, they have a they have a system whereas some guy will come up and you'll take they'll some one guy will drive you home 
okay. the other guy will drive your car back to your house. Oh, shit. That's a great idea, yeah. man. Wow. And then these two guys will, I think, drive away together after they drop you, your drunk ass off at home, you know, oh. in Orange County or something from Koreatown. And um, what, I, what do they charge? Are they pretty reasonable price? I have no idea. It's a mystery. Hmm. But, you know, that was I thought that was... A, Ingenious, yeah, yeah, and, and Korea. If you go to Korea Town, they just don't give a fuck about any of the laws, you know. Like you can smoke still in places in Korea Town. You can drink till like five a.m. You know, like yeah, that's what I like about Korea Town. Yeah, it's they don't give open. a fuck about anything. Like you, they're they're not gonna card you, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how old you are. They're gonna serve you alcohol. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they don't play by the rules, man. Koreans are Koreans are fucked like that. Oh, you got any bits you're working on, Maximum? Um, I I kind of have. Uh, let me okay. Let me. Uh, I, okay, I tried this bit uh, about like. Uh, tried it on the mic. Yeah, um, did not go well, but I'll I'll, I'll, okay. I'll try it with you guys. Like, um, like we, like you have this like um, you know you know the free free the nipple thing, right? Free the nipple. Yeah, no. it, I mean it, mm. it seems like it's a thing that's mostly engineered by like like sleazy male feminist type you know what i'm saying like like they they act like like oh i'm i'm with feminism and but like then grope you in the back and also like sleazy lesbian types that okay. you know the like there's nothing genuine about freeing the nipple but when it comes to bros you see like they 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 don't they don't they don't read that as free the female nipple so so when you have these bros like wearing these tiny ass tank tops that's like like whoa show and tell look at my male nipple. <laughs> okay. But uh, I I'm and I'm not for You're talking freeing, about the loose tank top yeah. little nipple coming outside. And okay. I'm not for freeing the, the workout nipple. the workout. You're not freeing right. you're not about freeing I'm, the male nipple. I no, I'm not for freeing any nipples because that leads to freeing the erection in public. You want to do that? Like, I don't, I don't think there's. I don't think it's going to happen. Freeing nipples <laughs> leads to freeing erections. We have a long way to go before you can see an erect penis in public. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you I know agree. what's funny is that's I, the last bastion of yeah. of the body to uh-huh. go. I don't think it's ever going to happen. The the erect penis. Okay, you know what's funny is I googled. Is it illegal to walk around with like a clothed erect penis? <laughs> and apparently, it isn't. <laughs> So you you know you you can walk around with a boner. Of course you can walk yeah. around with yeah. a boner. Why wouldn't as you be able to walk around with a boner? Tuck it into the band of your pants, and then put the shirt over it. <laughs> that's a that's a good technique. Yeah. That, that's one of the techniques that I used to use. Yeah, back then. You just have to punch over. Back when I used to get erections. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> no more, no more erections. Yeah. Yeah, but that did not go well. So now I know it's that was the shitty, bit. It's a shitty bit. Yeah. Oh. That was was that the that bit. was a joke or was that a paraphrasing of the joke? The that, bit that the, was that was kind of a paraphrasing of it, but it, it, you know it, it's not like the actual mechanics of it was that much better. So uh, the, the bit was essentially freeing nipples will lead to freeing erections. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. It just didn't go well. Yeah, and, you can make that work. You can make that work. Yeah, freeing the erection is kind of funny. I think you should yeah go into about how yeah you erect uh, the erect penis is a very natural thing. That's very natural thing to have an erect penis, but. Seeing it is so shocking. Like seeing a dick, you know when you see actually, you know this dicks was are actually, getting more prevalent now. Like you know Game of Thrones, you dicks see the, are more prevalent. You're getting seen the dick, but it's always a floppy dick. And so, but you're like, oh shit, it's a dick. Like 
that's a brand new thing in American culture, at least. And um, but goddamn, if you saw a direct dick on TV, that would be just make people go crazy. You know, actually, that was actually part of my bit earlier because I was talking about how <laughs> offensive like male penises are. <laughs> so, so okay, here's another part of the bit. It's like I, I speculated that every police department, like they have to have like this one guy that. That just deals with these streakers, right? Like he's he's probably like like that that Rudy that you know you know the football movie Rudy like yeah the five foot three guy all he all he got in college football is tackling one dude yeah at the very end of the movie so like uh, so in order to get his 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 football glory he's 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 gonna put away his homophobia and tackle those streakers okay so. <laughs> He just hangs around campus like well into his forties. Yeah, just just ready to tackle those streakers. <laughs> Are there that many streakers in college? No, it's not. A th- it's only an eighties thing because they're all sex offenders. Nobody streaks anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I streaked once. Are you serious? You streak? Where'd you streak? Holy shit! Why did I don't you know. Streak? Through campus. Are you serious? When you were, when you were in college. Oh, I told you, I drank <laughs> nice. a lot in college. But no, I mean, yeah, you know, skinny dipping, streaking. Jesus oh. Christ. So oh. drinking leads to streaking, apparently. I mean, it's just dumb shit. <laughs> that's why Kevin and I just owned up to it, you know. Yeah, I didn't he, get that bit, Maximo. That's a, that's a, that's a whole lot of uh, connections that aren't being made in my brain. Maybe you should go up, work yourself up into an erection, and go up with her if you really want to. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Have a boner yeah. on stage. All right. Ruin everybody's night. Uh, but, you know, I saw, I saw Maximo's... Um, um, when when he told me he was gonna start doing stand up, I was very mm-hmm. curious because it's very. Oh, so you saw one of his sets? I did, yeah. and I was. Did you see? Did you see the one where he bombed, or did you see like a no, good one? No, well, a good one, right? I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. Yeah, stand up. The thing about the um, Captain America shield and the nipples that was right. hilarious, and it was legitimately. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard of that one. It's a really good bit. What's What's the idea of it? No, I already told it. I'm not gonna. It takes a lot of energy. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I just want to focus on new stuff. Okay. Well, he was talking. Oh, can I tell it? Or no, I'm not gonna tell it. I'm gonna say what Fine, it's about. Fine. Yeah. It's, it's summary. It's summary. His summary yeah. is that he was um, some girl um, caught him drawing uh, concentric circles with a con- oh like a, yeah yeah I've heard that one yeah yeah with a yeah. Um, protractor right yeah and then she said oh teacher Dave is drawing boobs but <laughs> he was like no I was drawing Captain America's shield. <laughs> It's just really funny, and, and the the thing about the used tampon salesman, that one wasn't quite. But I was laughing so hard from the previous. The, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but you were definitely the best. There was we. I don't know how many people, like twelve people, before you. Is there a flapper set that you went to? Flappers, yeah. and it was funny. The um, the MC was doing introductions, and then <laughs> we were waiting to see which, when David was going to come up because we didn't give a shit about anybody else, and uh, she was like, "Well, the next contestant says." <laughs> only says I'm creepy, and we're like, okay, it's David, and then he, <laughs> and he killed. I mean, there were some funny people for sure, but I think you were easily the best. Yeah, I'm rusty right now, though. <laughs> so that angry guy—that was weird. Oh, I've I've no recollection from that. Uh, There's a lot of angry guys in comedy, and then they 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 kind of a lot of angry guys put it on, you know, because like, you can't always be that angry. So right, you know? actually, that was why my one Maximo grievance of tonight. Oh, is, we got uh, the Maximo grievance, right? Is, I got a bit. Uh, I got a bit. Oh, well, let's talk about your bit. I do um, bits first. Do yeah. you have a Do you have a bit, Owen? Do you have a, Do you have something that uh, annoys you? 
um, that you find funny in any way? Um, not, well, let's hear your bit first. Sure. I, it's not it's not a formed bit yet, but um, I was at this party this week, and it was just the the most bizarre party. Uh, there was um, there was a bunch of drag queens, uh, like drag queens started showing up, and then there was like porn stars and. Really, uh, my, my my friend was just pointing out like, oh, she did porn. She did porn. She's do you like, know super any famous. names? Uh, I I don't. I just saw their faces. I was I was drunk and uh, there was like a there was like a there was like a guy on crack who was a coke dealer and he had his shirt off and he was just walking around the party. There's this big bull of a of a man, you know, okay. uh, with, with with basketball shorts and his giant belly, just picking fights with people, just walking around, you know, <laughs> just pushing around and shit. Uh, and it was just like it was a very different vibe. It, was, it was like a it, like it, it just it was like a big like apparently like a big LGBT party, you know. And uh, I was just like, wow, this is such a, a a whole different kind of hierarchy, a whole different kind of social structure than I'm ever used to, you know. Like I've never been around that before, right? Mm-hmm. And and the 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 structures of like what 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 puts you higher in this hierarchy, right? Is so fucking vastly different. Like one of the things that puts you higher in this hierarchy is your ability to create drama, you know, and to maintain drama, right? Because when you do that, like, uh, you, you basically just create this artificial fucking nonsense, right, between you and somebody else, and then you argue for, like, five, ten minutes, and then you make up, and then you're better friends, and everybody kind of hugs, you know? So, like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, it, it kind of, it, it's this way of, like, creating some kind of obstacle for you guys to go through so that you could come out in the end and become better friends, you know? Like, th- there's a whole different fucking structure, you know, like, and I was just like, wow, I, I, I feel like I should be gay, you know? No. Okay. <laughs> because like, no. it just sounds like fun, man. It's, Have you ever it's thought so about different. it? What? Have you ever thought about it? Uh, I would be into being gay if it weren't for uh, fucking uh, hairy, ugly dudes. You know? So <laughs> just so you go like, to jail, man. You know? Or no, like, yeah, some some tweaks, some hairless. No, no, just just the dudes in general is just it's not gonna work out, but. Okay. Uh, the culture of gay is like it's so fast, and then, like they they started explaining to me like uh, th- these two gay guys started explaining to me like um, all of the different facets of like drag culture versus like ballroom versus this and like every everything has like this performative aspect where there's competitions and there's like underground shit goes on you know and like all these shows and it's like wow wow like it's, it's a whole fucking world man wow they they're like just the, like incels they yeah, like to categorize uh, yeah. everything as well the community. yeah and they have like this weird like they have like these family setups you know so like you, you go to like a house and there's like a mom and their children and there's like aunties but they're not really aunties or moms. They're not related in any way, you know. That's just the nomenclature that they use, and like they kind of support each other. And like it's it's interesting because uh, like a lot of homosexual uh, homosexuals, they they basically get ousted from their families, you know. Mm-hmm. So they have no actual mom because their their parents or you know their family disowned them. So they've kind of created that culture like uh, themselves in this other place, you know. Like everything was just like very fascinating, but I don't even think it's a bit. It's just like an interesting little. Yeah, that's a gr- uh, That's better. Like, that's better. I think stories know. are better than like an actual bit. You know? Right. But yeah, it just it's it would seem fun to be like not not gay gay, but like just to be in the culture of gay for a little just while. You know? Liberated. Yeah, just, well, it goes back to why David's probably enjoys being incel. It's a community. Yeah, it's, it's every community is fun, and I feel like uh, one thing I want to do. I just want to infiltrate different social hierarchies. You know, like just. All these people that do yeah, these different poser. things, <laughs> essentially be a poser, or or maybe just like you know, just to, I mean, not even fake, 
not even fake it, but just just like observe like what these people do. Like the yoga community. Jamie I was big just on. likes to watch. I do. I just like to fucking watch, man. Like, watch the yoga class. I I I, I, I swear to God, I want to go to a I want to go to one of those uh, furry conventions and just observe furries for a while because that wow. shit fascinates me. I think know? that would it seems interesting, but when you actually get there, the be... grosser the better, man. I want to see that shit. I want to see what they fucking do, man. <laughs> Because it can't, it's it's huge, right? It's a huge well, it, amount of people love that shit. Right. So there's got to be something there that's like connected to some kind of humanity, you know? right? And I think I mean, speaking about humanity, I think the reality of these situations is, yeah, you're talking about like certain gay communities are a certain way, and then there's other people who don't fit into these categories. The same with furries. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I remember there was a guy in college who walked around with um, tails, you know, like yeah, I had one of those too. Yeah, and he's, he was just like a really gross, smelly dude that you just avoided. <laughs> but then, you know, I'm sure Holy there's... Holy fuck, I have a new bit thanks to you. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad to help. But, you know, then there's the, you know, the incredibly sexy people who smell nice. You know, it's, it's uh-huh. you know, it's hard. Like, these these are large groups of people, and you can't really categorize them all in the, you know, in the same way, I guess. Like, yeah, I, and, I've and never... That's, that's what I mean by social hierarchy. And so every within each, each like, grouping, there's a hierarchy. You know, there's, like, the low people, people on the low end, people on the high end, and, like, that, that's so And then so there's a lateral you know? move, too. You know, it's like there's different... There's just so many different facets of all these communities, you know what I mean? Which right. is, you know, as... as like, <laughs> like, like, as an artist, your skill set is a very, like, a strong determinant of your social hierarchy, right? So, like, if you're a really awesome artist... Very hard not to be like at the top of the hierarchy, right. even if you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, but you know? yeah, but you could be a, a storyboard artist, director, and then mm. you and each of those things have different communities, right? As well, and then you, you know? have a, the painters, the you right. know, and yeah. you know, so it's there's it's different mountaintops, you know, right, right. To stand up. Yeah, it's just it's all fascinating to me, man. Like everything's a lot of stuff is skill based, a lot of stuff is social based, a lot of stuff is just like you know how much bullshit you can create, you know, like fucking stand up comedians. The weirder you are the higher you are on the social hierarchy, you know? Like, it's just, it's all... That's got to be a weird the stand-up comedian. It's, it's awesome. Be, it's one of the best communities, man. Oh, yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's I'm, actually kind of awful in a way. Too. I love it. How I do love, you know, love, I love it, the How different you know, viewpoints it. across the table here. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's fantastic, dude. Like, just the, the it's, it's such a place for weird people just to be openly weird. You and know? people are funny. Yeah, yeah, to be funny on top of that. Not just to be weird and, and, and you know kind of an asshole but to make fun of that and, and, and make it entertaining for well, other people you know this is why i admire david for going out and doing this because we get you know insulated in our little art community and people are are very you know it's they differ but not too much you know and yeah we have, we have literally the same myers-briggs personality type most of us <laughs> yeah. that's and gotta be fucking boring yeah, it does times. it gets it gets you know like i don't want to talk about iron man anymore uh, <laughs> jesus christ so and the other great thing about stand-up is that we all have this like shared uh, trauma, which is going up on stage, you know, because it, it's traumatic. The first few times you go up on stage, you're scared as shit, right? And everybody kind of shares that with each other. So yeah, so yeah, sometimes it's good to just bomb and just say like, "Hey, fuck you." <laughs> Do you guys? Do the comedians usually get like a little? You have a few drinks before you go up? No, not Never? at all. No? Uh, some of them do. Some of them have to get drunk. Some of them have to get high. But uh, for the most part, I'd say most of them don't. I, you, I, I, like, I like like one drink. Loosen you know? up a little. Yeah, but like maybe like an hour beforehand, not like right before. Because you're going to forget all your shit. You know? You're not going to be a shark. You've got to have your wits have your wits about you. Yeah, but if you're terrified, I mean, you'll Yeah, but that. That, that passes. After like 
you know, 10 or so times, you don't, you don't get as scared. And you right? just don't give a shit. You could bomb and it'd be totally fine. Mm, I don't know if it'll give it ever well, gets to that. Bombing is fucking awful no matter where you are. Simple if you have bombed, right just stone she, silence. This guy hasn't really bombed yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I've had bad sets, but I haven't. Bomb yeah, bombs. he hasn't been yeah. to like a true open mic. So yeah. I've seen his his humor. What Jamie? What kind of? Uh, oh, he has so many good bits. Yeah, good bits. but okay. his, his his stuff is all racial though. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. You do like like <laughs> very, Asian very American racist. stuff. Some of it, yeah. Some of it. I, I used to tell a lot of dick jokes. I stopped doing that. I made a vow to not do any more dick jokes. So. Asian American dick jokes. I I did that at the very beginning. I uh, the, my very very first set like last year, you know. Uh, I, I did a whole bunch of stuff about like Asian dicks and like you know the stereotype blah 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 you know mm. and then afterwards I just felt bad I was like oh I can't do I'm perpetuating this dick stereotype <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, stop that stop I was that like I'm gonna stop doing that you know because it's so easy like there, there, as an Asian comedian there's there's just triggers that white people will laugh at you know and if you say Asian people have small dicks they will all fucking laugh you know it's very easy to say that so yeah if you're an Asian comic don't do that shit it's not mm. uh, not good for you. Or Asians. I've been I've been listening to a lot of Bobby Lee rants or whatever lately. On uh, his podcast just, or just anywhere. I love that dude. Yeah, he he's, looks, he's hilarious. He he's looks exactly like my coworker Juno. It's yeah, kind of amazing. Yeah. You just you take off this beard and a mullet and then you've got Bobby Lee, so it's kind of crazy. And I also like that he shares his shares his name with Robert E. Lee in a way. I don't know what his middle name is, but Oh yeah, that's that's kinda true. But he's yeah, he's How are we doing on time? Uh, we're past an hour. You want to do your grievance and end it? Um, I th- I think it's kind of appropriate to uh, have a grievance about open mic comedy itself in okay. a way. Um, because like uh, you know we've we've all talked about before. You you go up there to like you know the real open mics and like it's a thing where like nobody fucking laughs and yeah. like every everybody going into it is aware like i'm not gonna give this guy any laughs uh and like and yeah sometimes it i mean there's good open mics though you know like the improv has there, a pretty there good better open mics yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's mics out there where people some you'll get some laugh it's not gonna be like a show but you know but you someday some i just i just want to like fucking bomb and just like just completely dig into these dipshits like you're just a bunch of fucking weed addicted lift driving unoriginal <laughs> pieces of shit like why don't you come up with something and listen to me for you fuckers that's <laughs> <Jesus>. my grievance <laughs> you hate open micers or do you just want to do that for I, I hate real open micers in a way really why do you hate open micers uh i don't know i'm just this is just a grievance. I, oh. I just hate, you hate people losing. who do open mics. I, I I hate not getting laughs. <laughs> but it's just it's, okay. That's that's a more honest grievance. Okay, like, I, I don't actually mean this. Uh, that I I actually hate open micers. I'm just mad at myself for uh, for not winning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big reversal. <laughs> You went from I hate all open micers to I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we end it? Yeah. All right. Hey, you you need the guitar to end oh, that. Oh shit! I got. It. Fuck, man. You don't know how to do the guitar. I'm not. I'm not a good. Uh, what what do you call it? Color. Goodbye. Try to do it like you. Okay. <laughs>